Hi everyone, welcome back to the Bible Project Podcast. We're in episode 184, which is part 115 of season 2, on this amazing journey as we work together through the entire Bible, season 2 covering the book of Genesis. And we're in this Abrahamic story, aren't we, in Genesis chapter 15, when we've been considering the reliability of God as revealed through the the promises the covenant made with Abraham. And we saw God make a promise to Abraham last time, and Abraham received it by faith, and God, it said, credited it to him as righteousness. So with that, we have the introduction of the principle of what is called justification by faith. But Abraham wants to unpack this and understand this a bit more. So a conversation between Abraham and God begins in verse 8. And I'll just read verse 8 for you. It says this, But God said to Abraham, Sovereign Lord, how can I know that I will gain possession of it? Now it might on the surface sound like Abraham is doubting the Lord, but that's not quite what's going on here. In verse 6, a couple of verses back, it already said that Abraham believed God, and here just two verses later, it's saying again that he believed. But it's not doubting. That's not what's going on here. Abraham is asking for assurance and guidance to how this might apply in his life. He's asking, how can he confirm and recognize this promise at the appointed time? Give me the assurance of how this will come to pass, he is asking. Now look at the Lord's response to this in verses 9 and 10. So the Lord said to him, bring me a heifer, a goat and a ram, each three years old, Along with a dove and a young pigeon, Abraham brought those to him, cut them in two, and arranged the halves opposite each other's. The birds, however, he did not cut in half. Very simply, God says, bring me five animals and cut them in two. And he does that. Now, it's important to understand that this was a Chaldean custom at the time a custom that was usually carried out between two men. It was used as a way of ratifying a covenant, a practice that Abraham would have been very familiar with. But this time, rather than between two men, it's been seen to be used here between the Lord and Abraham. Now, this is helpful to understand if you remember that Abraham came from Ur of the Chaldees. You remember back at the call of Abraham, that's where he came from and was called out from. And back in his hometown, in his upbringing, he would have known and seen that when an agreement was made, the way that it was confirmed, if it was an important agreement, was you would cut an animal in half and the two people, the two men, would walk through the gap. The idea being that if either of you broke the promise, then that promise would be just as dead as the dead animal. So the story continues, picking up in chapter 15, verses 11. To 14, where it says this. Then birds of prey came down on the carcasses, but Abraham drove them away. As the sun was setting, Abraham fell into a deep sleep, and a thick and dreadful darkness came over him. Then the Lord said to him, Know for certain that for 400 years your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own, and that they will be enslaved and mistreated there. But I will punish the nation that they serve as slaves, and afterwards they will come out with their great possessions. So the Lord says, bring me these animals, and when vultures come, Abraham drives them away. There's an obvious picture there of vultures coming, of predators coming, and wishing to steal away that 
promise of God. But now in verse 12, when the sun goes down, it, the text tells us that Abraham falls into a sleep, a deep sleep in fact. So Abraham's now in sleep, and this is important because God is now going to reveal something to him in a dream. And in verse 13 it says, Then the Lord said to him, Know for certain that for 400 years your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own, and that they will be enslaved and mistreated there. So Abraham asks, what and when are you going to do this? When are you going to give me the descendants? And at what point are is that nation, my family, going to be like the stars of heaven? And God, in a sense, is saying, be careful what you ask for, because here's the answer. God says, reveals to him, that it's going to be 400 years. But in the meantime, he and they... His people are going to go through some very difficult times. Firstly, he tells them that they're going to be strangers in a land that is not their own. I promised you this land, he says, but before that comes to pass, your descendants will have to dwell in another land that's not their own. So the obvious interpretation of this story is essentially what we see here is the foretelling that Abraham's descendants will end up enslaved in Egypt for a lengthy period of time, but eventually coming back to the promised land of Canaan. So God says, yeah, absolutely, I'm going to keep my promise, but the promise includes you having to go on a journey, a difficult life journey, not just for you, but for your descendants, my chosen people, before they become fully into the inheritance of the land because it doesn't yet belong to them. But they will only inherit that land after they've gone through great trouble. He has promised them everything will come to pass, but it's a pretty tough journey facing them. When God fully reveals himself to Abraham, he says, Look, you and your descendants are going to get exactly what I promised, but boy, you're going to have a tough journey. They're going to be enslaved for a very long time before eventually coming back. And you know what? You won't even see it. You'll be dead long before that all comes to pass. So this tells me that Abraham isn't going to have some sort of wonderful fantasy future. Yes, the Lord says that his family will flourish, but people are still going to struggle. People are still going to die. People are still going to get sick. There's still going to be a lot of suffering along the way. In other words, this is going to be a sacrificial story. But isn't that a story that's familiar throughout the whole Bible? Anyway, thanks for now. And that's it for this time. Quick reminder that you can access a full transcript of any of these talks through the best place to find it is an audio version of the podcast. But there should also be links there in the Facebook and the YouTube pages. But other than that, that's it for today. And I look forward to seeing you back here on the Daily Bible Project podcast very soon. Bye for now.